trouble they'll say our name We're not that bad, kind of okay We'll help out but only for pay to another episode of A Moment of Mediocrity. I am Brian. I'm James. I'm Bridget. I'm Tony. I'm Jason. I'm Isaac. So, uh, just had a couple more episodes. I, again, we didn't accomplish a whole lot, but we had a lot of fun. Um, How do you guys all feel about it? I think it turned out great. I had a great time. I just, I really um, went out of my normal zone, and it was a really good time. Uh, just kind of being stupid and goofy. I think the type of shenanigans that I do during the games is what's going to be, I don't know, that's my favorite part. And I feel like I got a lot of shenanigans out this time. Yeah. Definitely did some shenanigans. Shenaniganry, yeah. It's been a while since we had a good old-fashioned shenaniganry game. I don't know. Um, Our entire last game was also Sprocket before this one, so... Sprocket, that was just more of just messing around. This one had more shenanigan in it. (laughs) (laughs) This more more recent one, if I remember right, had more... This one is tangibly related to the main quest... But we're doing it in the weirdest ass way. Literally. <laughs> I really don't think that the main goal is to actually um, talk up URL. I think we're supposed to... No, I think we have an option. Yeah, I, we, we do. We have options. We can do whatever the hell we want, but... I'm really... Like, I... I'm supporting you because I think it's hilarious, but I don't think... <laughs> yeah, most of what I've succeeded at in this game was also with uh, your help, so... <laughs> okay, and a lot of your halfling in general do time... Do, at least that's a stereotype often associated with halflings. Just stirring things up just for the sake of stirring things up, mm-hmm. so... So it's kind of fun to see that. That is certainly what I'm doing at this time. <laughs> is it because you're a halfling or because you've had a few drinks? <laughs> It that is because too. I've had a few drinks tonight. <laughs> a little of both. <laughs> no, I don't think halfway that anymore. <laughs> I'm just making the point, you know. It just here, here, that the I'm player happy. has to be slightly inebriated, um, but it doesn't detract from what the character could potentially possibly do. I'm sure the answer is obvious, but um, how much did you expect us to get through in this game? Not much. Really? You didn't expect much either? No. <laughs> no. Did I know you guys have, well enough. Did you actually have anything planned as far as us talking to the guy? How dare you ask a DM that? That's what I'm <laughs> did you actually even have a plan? I believe that if we all would have went and lit candles like good little... <laughs> uh, I found that part a little good bit frustrating. The fact that I was kind of, you know... Stuck, on task stuck, or... stuck being charmed you know in this whole thing it's like I don't like this guy you did shout at him for a long being, time though I mean, yeah, yeah but being told that I have to follow this guy I don't like it because I mean he's gonna talk to me 
Please. You should have got a fucking helmet, man. Yarrell. Bam. Yarrell's the like, helmets. hey. I got a helmet. I will talk to you. And then I go to this Oregon guy. He's like, nah. Or, uh, Yarrell didn't say, hey, I will talk to you. You pissed him off and he took you up there. And Yeah, this guy was just like, no, I'm just going to turn your skin a different color. And, and what he, he it was, kind of it was the fact that it was it was supposed to symbolize that you were. Yeah, I don't care about what it was supposed to symbolize. The guy's an idiot. <laughs> You've never even met him. He's yet. a because he, he won't let me meet him. Yeah, that's true. We haven't met Orden yet, so I feel like <clears throat> supporting Yarl right now is the smart thing to do. In in the timeline of what's the actually happened, like I kept time. trying to say, yeah, you've literally only been meditating for like two or three minutes. While all this is going on, yeah. Okay, in 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 the grand scheme of things, do you really feel like meditating for like five minutes is going to be enough to get you to get contact with a god? But the priest hasn't talked to him either. The priest has talked to him in his own way. He hasn't talked to him the way you guys talk to Yarl because that is a very uncommon thing. Neither have any of the other people in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other places yeah. have but to talk to him that way either. It's one of the things that uh, there's more one of the ways previous... than one. There's more than one ways to talk I mean, to him. But if you ever got like right above your city, you'd think somebody would have talked to him. Well, and that's one of the things that my character is trying to figure out uh, in the, one of the previous games where he went to the tavern and was talking about Urel mm-hmm. and he was trying to ask about. He has trying to basically see if his experience was unique, going up there, being drawn up, and they kind of looked at him funny. So, um, so we've kind of determined that this is not a common thing. Yeah. At least my character has determined that. Um. In my opinion, like, we've already seen the power of Yarl. So, like, I feel like if we're going to support anybody, we already know yeah. what he's capable yeah. of. But we haven't met Orden yet. All I've seen him do is shoot red lightning. It's, yeah, it's kind of hard to... Go along with it when you know. Well, also he's created this throughout the city. Though my whole plan was kind of try to talk to him, see what he's all about, and yes, it's kind of hard to get a whole reading on how decent of a creature is he. You know, somebody worth following. Yarl just seems like a jackass to me, so I'm. Yeah, but so does Orden. So does Orden. Well, I haven't met him. But the fact that I haven't met him makes him seem more like that because, like, I'm trying to. You haven't met him by yourself. Within the ten minutes that you've attempted to meet, I don't know. I this, this I, met, I, I met Yorel pretty darn quickly. Like I, I walked in the city and suddenly, boom! But hey, the lightning makes up, you feel good about him, though. You know what's you interesting? Gotta that. You gotta what's play interesting that. about that too is you immediately said that I was railroading you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, by know. sending you yeah. straight into there. Well, and now that you can't less, get the same thing out of Orden, yeah. you don't like that either. <laughs> That that was true. He did he did feel wrong. He, he did, he did yeah. make that point yeah, at one of our previous I guess moments. True. Not, I mean, there I is no I guessing. Was, I, is I was kind of expecting to be just kind of told, "Hey, I'm Orden. Go go preach my word." So what you're saying is, so, no matter what you want, uh, be no, happy. I just kind of expected it to be a certain way. <laughs> he is an 18 year old young man, so I mean that kind of goes with the territory, doesn't it? That has to be his idea. Can't be happy no matter what you do. No, I mean, it's it's all meant to be... Yeah, if you guys would have all 
went and done the same thing, it would have it probably would have been different. But the fact that you guys I was were all in I was kind areas. of I was kind of wondering that too. But then I was like, I'm waiting for Jason to just stop doing whatever he's doing. I'll never stop. <laughs> like he was like, okay, so we're going. Are we show. going? Are we going towards the church? And then he's like, wait, no, I need paper. <laughs> that was go back to the store. And we just harassed this guy. Before. I still let's got let's this go letter back to the from store. Ledbetter. Which is his old, was, you had a cleric, his dad. And oh, yeah. He owes what me. Your character's name was Ledbetter. A bit of money. I don't remember which. Is is that my, uh, your cleric. my paladin? Or paladin, paladin, my bad. Yeah, your paladin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had quite, his dad was supposed to pay me quite a bit of money. And I've got it on. Pay you for what? He's not from Arcanium. I know, where is he? He's from the Wildlands, or yeah. okay. Well, I'm just saying, I want to get my money so that I can do some more shenanigans. That's what we're doing. What are you getting money for? Part of this campaign. Screw this area. We're going to Wildlands. What are you getting money for? I potentially can make some money. They're looking to see if they have paper. She determined. Listen, taking some rich guys. Back to the paper conversation. The amount of times we could use paper. Would that go to like the like legitimately? We've needed paper like a lot. Now I have a shit ton of paper. I took thirty-five whole shit tons. Oh yeah, and I'm splitting it up into pieces so that I got even more shit tons. Some for cards to spread the word of URL. It's not cardstock. It's just regular paper. I'm putting it in people's pockets. They'll find it. They'll be like, "Hey, you know, this is a sign." They'll go to bed. Definitely not night. some dude writing her notes in the pocket. <laughs> a blessing. A They're blessing from the Lord. Can the majority of people even read? Probably mm, not. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've determined what the literacy. language am I writing in? I think we've determined the literacy or lack thereof of any of these areas. I can't read Vonden. <laughs> <laughs> this is Arcadium. <laughs> That's a good question. We're humans around here. We don't speak elvish. <laughs> Dark elven languages. You didn't determine if you, you didn't say you wrote in common. Yeah, I didn't say what I wrote it in either. Side <laughs> <laughs> so later. So I just realized you stuck this letter in a dead man's chair. Yeah, he was alive when I did it. <laughs> All that effort, and you end up killing him. They'll find his body. And you poured acid on him. <laughs> They'll find his body, they'll find a note on it. What the fuck is this? URL? <laughs> is this a warning? Or maybe he's bringing it out because he had the note. Might even turn yeah. against URL this too is now. A, this is a threat. About it. Did URL do this? This is a threat. Is a curse? This is Orden a killed the, the, the shopkeeper wrote the note and Orden killed him for writing it. Good question. Yeah. On the next episode. On <laughs> the next episode. Is it all a conspiracy, or is Orton really a bad man? I've never met Orton. Start conspiracies with that arcane. I got some thick-ass red boots, though, I just want to say, in this campaign. Somebody's going to have to solve these murders. (laughs) I will, in my new kick-ass red boots. You already know who did it. Super obvious. (laughs) We're going to start a whole different campaign game. That's uh, the Red Boot Bandit. Trying to figure out I need who my started the Arcadian murders. 
Number two with the red shoe. Somebody has to solve the Arcania murders, so that's a, that's a plot line now. Uh, a whole separate uh, Sherlock Holmes type game. Uh, I guess we're pretty much caught up. So you guys were wanting to go over, uh, like, Bertha. Favorite NPCs. Yeah, favorite NPCs. We were talking a little bit before. I don't think we were recording. But top five NP- uh, top five favorite NPCs. Kind of a joke, but I thought it might be a good topic as well. We keep bringing up Bertha Butts. <laughs> Sure Which, by is the way, technically what her last name is. I don't know like who named her that. I, that I actually know. I don't know who named her that. I remember her name Bertha. Yeah, I, I believe I came up with Bertha, and it was based off of that weird song, Bertha Butt. Which you can look it up. That's a weird song. It's a song everybody should know. One of Bertha the Butt sisters. One of the Butt sisters. <laughs> We've used her a lot. She's one of the better... Yeah. You want to tell us about her? Tell our, to our listeners about her, Jason. Uh, Brother Butts? Yeah. Uh, what was the first time that I had used her for a campaign? With the cattle prod, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that when was you the went to Sprocket. Sprocket. You, went to Sprocket, went to Sprocket, Sprocket. you found the cattle prod. Yeah. Bought it, sent the note back to Vonda, all that good stuff. Um, in a previous campaign, when I did the Wrath the Necromancer campaign, came back and she's the one who found and repaired uh, a device called the timepiece mm-hmm. as well so she's a reoccurring NPC one of our favorites yeah she was one one of them she was the inventor behind the uh, no much timepiece too I believe. did she invent no, it no who invented it it was on it's on the sheet um It's on the sheet that Kathy took. It was another... Because we had to do... Um, Varnus and Gidget had to do quests yeah, for the quests. inventor of the Gnomish timepiece. Oh, yeah. You guys had to go out. There was another we one. Fairy oh, shit. Who invented the timepiece? You guys killed him, though. No. Did we? No. There was another guy out in the woods that we killed that was, like, harvesting body parts or something yeah. weird. We caught the whole woods on fire. But... <laughs> Oh, uh, we gotta bring that guy. Not too happy about that. There's actually a history the of guy my did character the getting involved. Not the harvesting guy. The guy who invented the timepiece. I thought you guys did the mission for Bertha. As far as I'm yeah. aware, right now, there's an entire gnome out there who is like somehow master time travel. Not, not half a gnome, an entire gnome. <laughs> there is some. <laughs> there is an entire gnome out there who has invent, who has like master time travel in some capacity. Uh huh. Yeah, he probably went to a better time. Yeah. <laughs> and stayed there. <laughs> but we gotta figure that shit out at some point. Was it it wasn't Twinkles, was it? Probably was. Was Twinkles the I one that we killed other. in the forest or was Twinkles the one that had the timepiece? I remember all their names. There was a mayor too with a weird name. His assistant was Peas when sneezes. Yeah, I remember Peas when sneezes, yeah. What was the mayor's name? Peace when sneezes went to jail for <laughs> some fucked up shit. I have a hard time she remembering all the too. names of all the weird she was a good NPCs character. we came Yeah, what all, what all are the NPCs? Did? And I mean, she ended up stealing a rainstone and causing a giant flood. So she's, she's doing some time right now. 
I liked, I liked Bertha. I also really liked Dorian. The, the donkey. Great donkey of the Vonda. donkey. Great donkey of Vonda. Yeah, the donkey will be back eventually, probably. Probably. And it's going to take him a while to travel back after yeah, you called him. The Jack of Knives was definitely my favorite. Jack He's of Knives. Not, he he, well, was, he was an NPC. He was a player character. He definitely was an NPC. He definitely was an NPC. Yeah. He was Jason's original character. Yeah. And then yeah, Because we did a lot of stuff for him. He He'll be back, too. He's not done. Yeah, he's still king. Soldier. Well, that's debatable. We haven't been to Soldier in a long time. That's debated. Yeah, we don't know. Um, His daughter Jacqueline, who's the one who fought Corwin. Um, Other NPCs. There's always Deborah Number Five. Deborah Number Five, who Corwin defeated in the arena. That's right. Pretty proud of that moment. Was that your? First game, James? No, yeah, that, was, that, that was the that, first. Was that the first campaign? It was no. first campaign, but it wasn't the first game. Okay. That wasn't even your first campaign. First what campaign was, was first Arcanium. Campaign? First game, first campaign Arcanium. was Arcanium. Man, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah, the first some of the first games, Corin already by the time he Corin faced Deborah Number Five in the arena, uh, he'd already had like the killing blow on several, several bosses. Did he fight Deborah Number Five? In Arcanium? I don't, it was no. in an arena. I don't remember no. where. That was... Okay, the first one was Arcanium, and then I think we went to one of Jason's. Which I can't remember which yeah. one that was. It might have been Vonda. I'm sure we went back to Vonda. That, after Arcanium was the first time we went to Vonda, I think. And then we did my really long campaign where Corwin actually went up and flew on... The dragon, and you guys went and saved, um, say you know what? Yeah, rescued. so Deborah number five was before that. That was before that, yeah. Um, that, but prior to that, Corn had already been on the like, way back. Thing. On the way back is when he fought Deborah number five, wasn't it? No, it was before the Dragonian. Um, Deb, yeah, for during my campaign in Bonda, I had introduced Deborah number five. Sort of as a joke, but I thought it'd be hilarious. Right, we talked about that one in the previous sessions. Yeah, if Devon Number 5 was like a bounty hunter that was coming for the Heroes of Mediocrity, and he actually appeared a couple of times. And he was severely injured in the first fight, and then he had to withdraw. And then he came back later in the arena in Vonda, where Corwin ended up fighting him in a one-on-one battle. Single combat, yep. Yeah, and one. Devon Number 5 was a very powerful enemy. But Corwin got some good rolls like the entire fight. I had several back-to-back natural 20s, and yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the DM rolled pretty poorly on a few of the attacks yeah. from... He did. So it's just one of those things, just the dice um, went more in Corwin's favor. But Corwin, by that, but prior to that, Corwin is one of my favorite NPCs. Even though he was a player character, he's also made an appearance as an NPC. And yeah. part of the legend of the Heroes of Meocrity would obviously have... would have circled around some of the things that Corwin would have done. And... Um, his, by before that, he had already helped get the final blow on this dragon thing in the cave, and they rigged up a booby trap and killed a dragon. Um, the witch that turned into a giant uh, from the lake, um, Corrin got the final blow on that, kind of garroted her, and used a dagger. And that also, was all while he was a player, though. Yeah, while well, he was a player, but I'm just saying. But uh, but the, the Deborah Number Five. So, but prior to him facing Deborah Number Five, I'm just laying a little bit of the context there. So prior to that, Corrin had already kind of established himself as he thought he was the man. So when it came to who's going to fight Deborah number five, Corrin's like, well, I'll do it. 
Because he had, in his mind, there is no way that he could lose. So, um... He didn't lose. And so. he didn't lose. So that's only, which bolstered Corwin's, um... Overinflated ego already. So he finally <laughs> got beat by Jacqueline. He started yeah. sulking. Yeah, that was uh, in the game of the past. He was injured. <gasps> oh, she found your epic coin. Yeah. Uh, at this moment, we found the missing epic coin. <laughs> oh, you left it time. here. So, but yeah, Deborah and five and and uh, was that that was the character that you guys had had from previous game? They found like a note or something. Yeah. Deborah number five. Deborah number five. They thought it was a whore in the room, but it was just Deborah number five renting a room back in Arcanium. <laughs> and was which one of did one of you guys just decide that you're gonna track? I thought it'd be hilarious to keep bringing Deborah number five back. Okay, guys, so that's why it became the running gag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just. A it was a. It was a running gag, but he was meant to be as part of the joke because he was actually meant to be like a serious antagonist, and he became that eventually. Okay. He did. He was supposed to actually be a, last a lot longer, but you ended up killing him in the arena. <laughs> So, I mean that's fine, but I, I was mean, pretty like, again. I was pretty yeah. proud of that, and uh, we we actually talked through some pretty epic, like parts of that battle scene, like how the attacks were going. And so it was pretty epic, and how that went out. But Devon on fire was Devon, and then we had to face him again when the necromancer brought him back. And Corin had to fight him again. Uh, other characters. I really liked. Um... The vampires that knitted. Yeah. Those are creative, yeah. That was uh, the unnamed vampires in that one village. And the fact, the fact that they knitted everything, that was just great. I think that was in Wrath of the Necromancer. Mm-hmm. Whenever I DM a campaign, I'm a big fan of things like Castlevania and like supernatural things. So I'll involve ghosts, werewolves, and vampires more than other stuff. So whenever I made that campaign, I ended up making that village of vampires, but they were good. Really? They were good vampires, so... Yeah, I think all of our characters had, like, knitted socks and masks. <laughs> I, yeah. My, you guys still have those? I still, I do. The character the character yeah. that I played then has, this, still has it. Yeah, yeah. I still play great. this character, I and I have a well-knitted pair of vampiric socks and a sweater. And I get plus one AC as long as they are covered in blood. So I have constantly got clothing on me that is covered in blood. Is it covered in blood or is it just like dyed red? <laughs> it's got blood on it. <laughs> yep. I mean, it, I don't think it has to be completely covered in blood as long as it has some blood. But yes. Brian, who would you say one of your favorite NPCs are? I know Bertha's got to be the top one. But... Yeah, Bertha's number one. I think she'd been one of the more re- reoccurring ones. Um, I keep bringing back the Jack of Knives as well for like leading in quests to give guidance. Um, I have always thought about bringing back some of the other heroes as well as other NPCs, like all of these legendary heroes and stuff, but I've never done it. I was. You're talking about like. Uh... You had like Steve, and I don't, I've said Alexander. I don't believe he's dead. Your character was. I don't remember her name. Me either. She's still alive. That like, was a long, long time ago. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but like I know there's a 20-year time gap, but she's still alive somewhere, as far as I'm aware. Navaria. The original. What was she? Uh, what else? Uh, Bard? That was before I started playing. Was I? What yeah. was I? Bard? I remember what you were. Bard or Druid, right? It was Bard. She wasn't a druid. No, it was, it was uh, Bard. 
Sam was druid. Yeah. I was a bard. Yep, because I couldn't do anything. I just got a few spells here. No, that character's still around. I feel like that's a good story plot. Imagine how powerful she is yep, now. I had a loot. I would love to bring Steve back, but I don't feel like I could ever do him justice. He's better off being a known character. Yeah. Became more of a legend than a man anyway. Exactly. Navarro would be like or Navaria would be like a wise old woman. Twenty years later, like but wasn't she a something? elf? Yeah, she was a wood elf. Now would she have kept up her craft as a bard or did she wander off something? That'd be kinda of something to develop. What did she end up becoming? That's you know, a good if, question. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, not you can assume that characters would continue adventuring and become something great. What if one of them decided, you know, the adventuring thing was for me, and they, you know, and got married and had a bunch of kids, and has this... Legend <laughs> sits of... in all the woods, and, like, I want to see babies everywhere. Legend of Carter's Greatest Bard. We'll find out. <laughs> and she, maybe, maybe she sings, like, gigs at a tavern just, you know, for make a few coins, <laughs> you know, for all of her babies that she has. Who knows? It could be kind of fun to do. What? So, you know, you say 20 years ago, but... It was 20 years from the first time jump we did. Yeah. How many years do you think it's been? We've debated that a couple... We've thought that up a couple times. I don't know how many years have actually passed. Now, for characters like my character, the Great Wizard, Varius, is a Dark Elf. So, five years, that's not really that much. But if some of you might be playing humans, that might make a big difference. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's been five years. I feel like since, for our characters... Uh, after the first five uh, time jump, I think it's been at least five or six years. And and I think in a couple of games that I've DM'd, uh, like one of the ones like the one of the ones I started, that it had been some time, several months since our last great adventure, and the heroes are enjoying a well deserved kind of respite, and then all of a sudden something happens again. I mean, so even I think the rest stuff on some of our stories that some time has gone past. Even when we was collecting stuff for the mission where we had to get the boat and go to the prison mm-hmm. in Dragonia, like that must take forever. That would take them quite a while. Yeah, that was like a, probably a year long mission. I mean, to get a war together, and we did a lot there. And a lot of that would have been just, just the time and travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some games you could probably say it were only a couple months, like North Rim. Yeah. But. Couple of years have probably passed. Are your characters? I mean, your characters new. Maybe it doesn't matter, but like some of them are human, <laughs> so sometimes it's probably passed. Um, I have two human characters uh, that would that would still be in this current timeline. Um, Ander, who's a warlock, so or a sorcerer, yeah, sorcerer. Um, so he. Age may or may not affect him as much. And then there was um, uh, Samaj, which I don't know if I'll bring him back or not. He's, he's a monk. So he probably eats well and stuff. So he could potentially live a little you know, a little while if, you know, Varys doesn't kill him because obviously Varys doesn't like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Samaj. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other human I had was Argyle, and he he's dead. Um, he was one of the best characters. Yeah. When he came back, that was a good game. I brought him back as an NPC, and then he ended yeah. up dying as that an NPC. That was a good game. Yeah. I've killed a lot of my own player characters as NPCs, yeah. including, my, including my own bard and the vampire hunter's aunt. 
Who was a cool character? I feel like I had a lot more planned for him, but then I was like, nah, he wants to kill vampires. And then you guys were like, oh, these vampires are good guys. So, that's how he died. I honestly don't use a whole lot of reoccurring NPCs in most of my campaigns. You probably, yeah, I don't think you plan on unless someone decides that, hey, we're going to go to Sprock and go talk to Bertha. I think I do. Yeah, we use Bertha a lot. Uh, yeah. Someone's one that we've established, this is the person here. Right. I do like using reoccurring characters. I feel it's cooler whenever I bring stuff back that we're like, oh, we were a part of this. Make, yeah. make connections to old adventures. Yeah. Which, depending on where we're at regionally in the map, that would make sense. I mean, you might run into people again. Um, I've got a few things to bring back for future campaigns in my mind as well. Um, the Jack of Knives' daughter Jacqueline is still out there, and mm -hmm. she's actually um, a very powerful pirate. Corwin wants to eventually either partner with her or take her out. Just They're, throwing that out there. That you would bring Corwin back as a player character? I don't know if I ever will, but that would be Cor that would be one of Corrin's things that he'd either have to, like, as a pirate, um, you know, she would definitely interfere with his, um, Corrin's uh, shipping, export, and uh, acquisitions and trade business that he has, mm -hmm. um, and the fact that he still probably feels a little, probably still holds a little bit of a grudge. He's tried to get over it, but he, I think he would still, like, if he had a chance to take her out, I think he would do it, or try to partner with her, yeah. or buy her out kind of thing. So um, not win, but... Yeah, she was a cool character, um, and I think there's some a lot more you could do with her. I've got to finish. I want to finish the storyline for the vampire hunters as well, which is still un inconcluded. So I'll probably bring that back at some point as well. I still need to kill that freaking vampire lord. Yeah, he's never. He's not dead. I killed him, but then well, he kind of didn't die, and then he ran off. We also have that dragon that uh, um, Scott's character wants to take out. Yeah. Uh, that dragon is actually the one that came to assist you guys during Wrath of the Necromancer. Oh, that was the same dragon? Okay. Yeah. The Dragonians came to help you guys out to face the Necromancer. And they actually rode in on that same dragon. Okay. So um, I think Scott, another player who hasn't been in the games recently, um, he actually had an, an issue with that dragon. He made peace with the dragon like at in so, on some level during that game as well. I was trying to remember that. Um... Uh, I don't recall that particular scene, but uh, okay, cool. Yeah, the dragon came back once already. It'll be back again, probably. Um, after that game, I consider the Dragonians are allies, or at least amicable. They're not uh, antagonists anymore. Yeah. Also, because I wanted players to feel like it was okay to play a Dragonian if they wanted to. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we basically started out... Well, Steve was a Dragonian. Mm-hmm. So that's why all the wars kind of kept, we kept going back to them being antagonists for so long. And then we kind of settled the war with them so that we could start playing Dragonians and stuff like that more. I think I'm trying to get to the point to where it's like more clear that Ivanda's probably not a good nation. <laughs> and also I think I know I won't play Dark Elf anyway. Are you? I'm the only one that's ever been a dark elf. 
Maybe I'll do one sometime. Yeah. Maybe I'll do one sometime. Dark elves are cool. We're playing high elf. Well, you can't because they're evil now. They're not all evil. They're evil. You're fucking. The queen kicked out the heroes of mediocrity. Yeah, you're you're fucking. Fuck the dark elves. Fuck the dark elves. I love the dark elves. I'm talking about fun all the time. Yeah. And you're evil, and they're evil, and... You're evil, and they're evil. What are you going to do about it? Nobody stopped either of us yet. Still out there doing shit. I murdered, like, three guys in this last game. Not in this game. I murdered two guards, and uh, the shopkeeper. Buried all of them. Yeah, well, I covered the shopkeeper and shit. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> but then you poured acid on it. I <laughs> poured acid on. <laughs> he really covered his tracks. <laughs> no one will know. Not like he covered the entire body in acid. He just poured like some acid. Well, he didn't even know it was acid. No, nah, he thought it was random. Just like take this healing potion. And, yeah, just dump and, shit on and this stuff. I'm thinking what I'm if, gonna this water. What you if he would have came back to life? Yeah, I was worried actually <laughs> because I was dumping weird shit on him. You were talking about the smell, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna cover him shit." <laughs> well, yeah. And then you declared liquids, right? Yeah, I, did. I was like unbottling liquids and dumping it on him. Like you didn't create like a chemical reaction, like blow yourself <laughs> up. I was like, "Is the building on fire?" And you said it wasn't, so it wasn't on fire, but it was. It was acidic of some sort. <laughs> some fume got in there and choked. Some fume got in there and choked you out. No. Now we need to have like someone DMs has like needs to have like the detective character going and trying to figure out where where you are and maybe trying to figure out who's doing somebody has to solve these murders. Okay, somebody, <laughs> I got the Christie's Poirot kind of character, you know. Just, Coming through some, afterwards. Some stuffy shirted, you know, Belgian. So he obviously wasn't very good at burying this body. <laughs> I'm sure he really had. left a foot and a hand sticking hmm. out. He's left and it said not the heroes of mediocrity. Yeah. Maybe that no. is the heroes of mediocrity. <laughs> I have a feeling it was. <laughs> but, but the heroes of mediocrity is a so large it's group. Definitely not them. <laughs> but not sir, them. it says not. It's not them. Uh, but, but this handwriting is major. This handwriting looks very similar to a handwriting that is on a, a partially uh, acid-eaten note acid and note. a partially covered body in a shop. The handwriting matches up, Chief. <laughs> and here's we are a large group with several people, but it has been known that this particular group has been through this region recently <laughs> at the time of these murders. It's almost have to solve this case. I think it's someone framing the heroes in mediocrity. The wizard's yeah. gonna get his comeuppance one of these days. Shortly after this murder, the wizard was running through the streets yelling something about Yarl. <laughs> Pretty Yarl, because there's no one around but put cards in their pockets. They see you before a judge and just declares that, yeah, you're just crazy and puts you in the same asylum. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spend the next three parts in the same asylum until they declare me sane again. Yeah, we can do an entire, entire, uh, Campaigns based <laughs> off of your visions that you're seeing inside of the insane asylum, or what it actually has to do with inside an insane asylum. <laughs> now you're way back that. to the wizard of the insane asylum. Gotta <laughs> keep cutting back to it. Right. <laughs> that could be interesting. That ended up turning out to be a lot of this was like going back and forth between everybody doing weird shit. Yeah, which is fine with me. But a couple characters try to stay kind of on track. 
Yeah, sort of. I'll get there. Huh? I'll find my own path. What are you apologizing for? Jason, you're drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper there. Yeah, I brought this with me, actually. I didn't push it. I wonder if we can get Diet Dr. Pepper to sponsor our, our podcast. Yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper. I didn't know if we'd have whiskey or not, so I wanted to make sure I had something like a chase it with, so I actually I saved it for most of the time, but I didn't know making whiskey, so... Well, there's whiskey in here. Right now we're drinking Coors Light. Okay, these mm-hmm. Coors. So this episode is partially brought to you by Coors Light, is no, what we're drinking. <laughs> Not you, you are yeah. underage. No, me, but Quit no. getting drunk, they, underage. They, <laughs> us is in like collectively the heroes. Collectively, <laughs> you no, getting I, all drunk I and doing stupid shit. Fairly on track, okay? You Jason. were getting pissed off Jason that everything wasn't going your way. I was not. No, no, Jason went off track. Oh, I'm always off track. That's where I live. That's where I live. D- yeah, by now you should realize that that's Jason. Three quarters of Jason. I was not expecting here. Bridget to do that, though. Like, she was doing it too. She, she got was, fucking drunk. She always get mad at, like, all of us for going yeah, off we track. We had a good it's time, like, really. Goes off track. It's like, okay, whatever. Honestly, like, uh, Varius from the original uh-huh. earlier is started uh, taking Bridget or Gidget at the time. Oh, yeah. Started started actually getting her to uh, to go evil, break bad. I guess you could say. <laughs> what was I saying? They just wearing a mask, but it's like cracked and like not really hiding anything. And I'm like ninety percent positive you all know who he is, but we you're all afraid to say anything. Eric <laughs> has no idea. He doesn't. Yeah, he's never met him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Half the half the group isn't has never been here. So yeah, I I know who you are. <laughs> I know who you are. I'm sure I could. I'll probably end up dying again or something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> again. Yeah. It's, but in this, I won't come in back. In this case. Yeah. I need to. Actually, I need to carry some blank sheets Var- on me. Varius is. If Varius. If, yeah. Death is just an option for him. I need to carry blank sheets. It just kind of happens me. occasionally. <laughs> Varius just kind of dies occasionally. Comes I back. think officially he's only died once. He's died a couple times. Uh, he was trapped in a mirror for a while once. He was also killed by the unicorn. Uh, the the unicorn actually trapped him underground killed, killed for a while, him, killed and him. then let him back out. Killed him, and then you got resurrected. Took all of his stuff. You got resurrected. That's actually where I lost the uh, robot pig yeah. I was riding yeah. in the woods. But you died. Then got resurrected. Did your robot pig have a name? No, I only named Dorian. Dorian was cool. We gotta find out what happened to Dorian. Dorian be back. I tried to call for Dorian. He didn't come back. So I don't know where he's at now. I'll have to make a note of that, possibly. I know. Me too. I need to bring it back more. I meant like originally when we first brought up Dorian and did the whole thing. I really wanted to keep going back to. Oh, so here's Dorian, still traveling along, getting on the boat. That's how every that's how every episode should start. (laughs) Meanwhile, where's Dorian? (laughs) So we're in the world following Dorian Dorian, the donkey, following you know out in the middle of Honda somewhere, making his way towards the boat. Um, I keep changing my mind. Obviously, I keep thinking about like what character I would do next. If I had to make a new one, like Wizard dies or someone that catches him for all the murders. 
Uh, he's dead. You should bring him back. Yeah. No, well, vampires. Um, Fuck you and all the vampires. It was actually <laughs> sick of all that shit. Yeah, it was very um, up in the air when you guys fought him. You actually took him out, and you had yeah. the opportunity to yeah. leave him there unconscious or to execute him. Yeah. If you had left him there unconscious, he could have came back. But you guys like officially executed yeah. him. So I mean, you guys chose to kill him outright. So he's not gonna come back. Didn't Corin toy with the idea of turning him? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure how you guys execute him, like cut off his head or something. He can't come back. Yeah, I think someone did end up beheading him. Yeah. Corwin was debating uh, turning him, and then someone said, no, I'm just going to kill him. I agree. He was cool, though. I based him off from the Castlevania series. Yeah. Like the Belmonts. Yeah. You know. Isn't that pretty much where that whole campaign comes from? I've, I've when, done a couple of my them. character. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Castlevania. Crescent. Yeah, I like the games and the yeah. TV show. Raymond became a Silver Crescent. Yeah, cool. Still doesn't have a sword, though. Um, the only character I have in my backlog now that's still alive that I have the character sheet for is my monk, Oregon. Well, Jack and Knights. He's still alive. He was still... officially dead and then came back as an NPC, and I actually don't have a character sheet for uh-huh. him. Um, if I if the wizard dies, I'll probably play Origami next. Mm-hmm. So I still got uh, my paladin and Pippi. I think I've just got Giovanni. That's it. Unfortunately, Origami is also evil, so... Yeah, I've basically just got Giovanni. Giovanni's a vampire. I don't want to play a vampire. They get annoying because they're only going in daytime stuff. Yeah, I don't feel like messing with them. I mean, the cool... Unless you got guys. If you got it down like Pat, then that's like... If you have like the 20 strength, that's pretty cool. But other than that, it's like, this is a bunch of nonsense to deal with. I guess any of us could make a new character. One of the classes I've never tried was a ranger. I wouldn't mind that. Rangers are fun. Fuck rangers. I've played... I've played say Brian hates rangers. I've played two we got I only rangers. hate rangers because everybody does them and they seem overpowered. To me. I've played two rangers and he's like, oh, you always do rangers. I like archery I've played and stuff, a fighter. Though. I've played a rogue. I've, I've played never, a bard. Yeah. yeah, and every I've played one a paladin. Of, every one of them shoots a bow. No, mm-hmm. only one of them did. About it. Whatever. My fighter used a bow. That was it. I like Bard. My rogue used Bard's daggers. Cool. My my bard used a spear. Yeah, I was getting into my paladin, but it's difficult for me to play. It seems so boring to play a good character. It's, if it's you were playing, it depends that- on how you're playing it, really. Because you can be good even. without being like an overly zealot goody goody too. Well, I mean, you just, so that's how my paladin was, though. Yeah. He was like a really good, you know, straight up. Most paladins character. usually are. It's kind of goes part and parcel of being paladin. Yeah, it just got. <clears throat> As it was player right. characters were naturally chaotic, yeah. so. And on, honestly, it would be very difficult for a paladin to willing. Yeah. It'd be difficult for a paladin to willingly go along with such a chaotic group anyway. It would seem counterintuitive to them. I think yeah. that was the real. It would reason. have to be a divine. I think a divine. Yeah. I think that was the real reason I gave up playing my bard. He was created to be a good guy. And he did some weird stuff, but he was always a good guy, though. And I think I got bored of that super fast. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing, like, weird shit that makes me laugh every ten minutes. Like, I'm not going to be into it. Um, Hurik and Argyle, they're both good characters. Argyle was maybe my favorite out of your characters, I think. Out of all the ones you've played, maybe. Yeah. 
Uh, he was pretty alright when you were playing him, and when he came back in that game as an NPC, he was super cool, I feel like. Yeah. And you tossed, you were tossed around the idea, like, oh, is he actually dead, though? Because he was good. Yeah. It was a good carry. He's fun to play. Fighter with a big sword. He sucked when it came to, like, you know, having to shoot or throw things, because he didn't have any distance weapons. All he had was his sword. <laughs> I think a dagger too, but I uh, see. I'm doing a lot of crazy shit right now, like murders and everything. So. the exact opposite. He sucks up close, but he's good at spells. I need to go through my stuff. I need to make sure my monk is ready to go if the wizard dies at any point. Because all my it's possible back alley murders is probably entirely possible. I thought about playing a monk, but I don't know. I think the, the lack of damage would be hard. You gotta get like fist weapons. Yeah. You can't just punch stuff with your bare hands. Is it what is. I found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have to really figure out how to get down pat to how the key works and use those accordingly. And make sure your dex or your strength, depending on how you're striking, would be high. Um, I like punching stuff, so I'm all about that. I want to punch I mean, they don't stuff. do They don't do a lot of damage, but they do comparable damage to like small weapons. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, when you add your modifiers to it, they can actually do a little bit of damage. Well, like, I mean, we're playing it on game, dungeon mastering and everything. All I have to do is get, like, legitimate weapons I can put on my hands. I can add mm-hmm. damage, like a sword somewhat. Mm-hmm. And then I can operate perfectly fine as a monk that way, I feel like. Yeah, the monks I've played, I've, you know, they've had a staff or uh, throwing weapons, and, you know, they do okay with those. When I played, damage. I played origami in one game, my monk character that I created. And he was pretty underpowered at the time. But I'm like I said, I just need to get some monk style weapons for him. And think about it, your monk probably wouldn't be your forefront in the fray character anyway. He would probably be the guy that if he has to go one on one, he try to find a way to avoid it or um, be smart about it. Uh, prepare ahead of time, use his focus, concentration, key power, things like that. But other than that, he'd be more of a supporting character in a large combat sense. Yeah. Uh, you, you know. Um, so larger campaign they work better smaller campaign but just a monk and a couple others they're they're a little harder to use I'm really interested in playing one more um, me personally a class I don't think I will ever get around to playing myself is like druid I don't think I'm as interested in like nature magic as a lot of people um, I will probably never play a cleric I've played clerics before they are a little bit more difficult or paladin I play paladins they can be pretty cool paladin. I have tried one out before, yeah. I don't think I'll ever come back to it. If I'm going to play somebody who's like in armor or really a sword, I'm going to go fighter, I think. Fighters used to have a lot of cool feats and stuff that they don't have as many of with the newer editions, but they can, they're can. they pretty versatile. I mean, you can play them different ways. Um, the different types of fighters and subclasses, like, just yeah. like in Rangers, subclasses to them, and you can modify them a little bit better. You know, I want to get some of the expansions with like the, you know, 2020 month is it right now july they've got like a ton of expansions and shit out like new subclasses and everything yeah for all the, for all the classes i want to take a look at some of that i used to have a, i used to have several books for the three and three five whenever they had some of the more specialized books uh, i don't have that for the fifth edition though yeah how much more did you have prepared for us for this game that we just played recently? It's pretty open. I have a basic concept for everything, and then... So we go just, until you feel we've wrapped it up? Uh, you guys have done literally nothing. 
We've done a lot. We have, done, we have done nothing. We have done. <laughs> you've nothing. you've done nothing for the actual storyline. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's just a, what a dark cloud like shooting through the lightning. We can get a vacuum cleaner and deal with that shit super fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jerk went out and tried to clean up this chamber. Except for the fact that vacuum cleaners don't exist in this world. But, you know, <laughs> Go talk to Bertha. Bertha. <laughs> yeah. Bertha. Bertha will make this you happen. You have some kind of device to like, pull things into it, you know? <laughs> hey, Bertha, I need you to make this suck. <laughs> Keep cheating the campaigns by having Bertha invent weird shit. And then she says, like, I can't make something that suck, but I do have something that blows. Yeah. <laughs> That's really strange. I don't think I want to be a part of this. <laughs> How much? <laughs> 50 gold to keep me out. How much bond and gold will this cost me? <laughs> Not regular gold, bond and gold. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, here tried to go to the cloud trying to see if you like teleport it up like they had with URL and that didn't happen so it's like well okay now what so he's got to figure out what to do yeah well I didn't necessarily want you guys to go up separately either yeah that makes sense too so yeah I'm trying to sit down to write a campaign no time frame on it like, I'm just trying to throw, throw out a few, uh, few ideas for it. I had a super cool idea, which I'm not going to discuss in detail, that involved play- characters that would get played in the past that were already dead. But I came to the realization that not that many of our characters are actually have died. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that not long ago. Like, yeah. yeah, we haven't had too many. That's died. why I was bringing it up. Yeah, I was trying to come up with something for it. Yeah. So I'm going to put that in the back burner for now. Yeah. Some random bard with a spear. That's like a level two. Or you could play that they're not, you know, we thought they were alive, but that was just a rumor. They actually were dead. <laughs> no, they're dead. <laughs> what do you mean? No, 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 no. Someone else just, you know, took up the mantle of this persona. You know? <laughs> they're actually dead. <laughs> this is actually the third great wizard of Vonda. <laughs> Vonda's experiment with cloning technology? <laughs> that, all that mirror image stuff, they try to, how can we make this permanent? I think in one of my previous campaigns, I had a very similar wizard who owned a shop, magic shop. Mm-hmm. I brought that up in the Net Breath Necromancer campaign. Was he in that? No, you brought that up in the Werewolf one. I brought it up more than once. It I was think. the Werewolf one, and we dragged him along with us, but then we never actually finished that one. I think I brought him back at some point. Yeah, he owned a magic. Well, it was a tent. He lived in a tent. It was magical. He'll be back. He's inspired by he's, Doctor he's Who. Sold like potions. <laughs> he's inspired by Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, his tent like moved around. Yeah, it's magic. It moves around. So, I guess that's about about it for tonight. I'm honestly getting a little wore out. So, uh, been a long day, a long week for some of us. Yes, it has. Um, soon, planning on taking our trip to Texas. Yeah, we might skip a week for the our trip. Yeah, I'm seriously thinking about. Possibly taking some, doing some podcasts on our uh, on our trip. Not sure what all it's going to consist of yet, but I think it I think it could be fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in the car for a long time, so maybe we can bullshit and go over something. But uh, 
we'll see how it goes. But uh, there'll be more content to come. There are not a whole lot of people who are listening, but we got one listener from Ireland. Hello, Ireland guy. Shout out to Ireland. Fuck yeah. I love fucking Ireland. <laughs> I drink all the time. <laughs> uh, I too am a heavy drinker. <laughs> <laughs> and then watch it be like the only teetotaling Irishman out there. <laughs> yeah, I actually make my own alcohol because I like to drink so much. So us a message, Ireland fan. We'll put your name in the games. Yeah. Fuck anybody. Send us a fucking message. Let us know that you're out there. We'll add you all in games. Yeah, I'm totally we about adding We people. didn't. I, we had like six NPCs in this game, all without names. That's all I'm saying, guys. Yeah, they don't have names. We need. We need names. That's all I'm saying. I name my NPCs. We need names. We don't have to name them anymore if we have a fan base. Let's <laughs> start writing start, them down. We're gonna start naming NPC Jerry from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Boris is gonna kill your NPC. <laughs> Jerry from Iowa's about to feel some bond and justice. <laughs> Jerry from Iowa, he's gonna play poor Jerry. He's gonna play Jero the farmer. <laughs> <laughs> poor Jerry. <laughs> no killer Ireland man. <laughs> no stop listening. Uh, he probably only listened to one episode of quit anyways. <laughs> he accidentally clicked on it. Oh wait, that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> Media Dalgo, party, why is it downloading? Cool. What no, the fuck is this? This? what the fuck is <laughs> Shout out to Ireland. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep making this shit regardless of whether anybody's listening. Because honestly, it's fun. (laughs) It's just fun to do. It's fun. We're having a good time. I'm having a good time. Isaac's not. I'm definitely having a good time. (laughs) Are you? Mr. Stoic over there. I'm I'm having a great time. This is wonderful. I am having a great time. <laughs> I'm grimacing while I'm saying it too. You are railroading this entire campaign. You're not railroading this entire campaign enough. <laughs> I'm never satisfied. There's a balance here, okay? Unless I'm shooting someone in the face and getting natural 20s, it sucks. It's stupid. Yeah. Good luck yeah, trying I, to railroad the wizard. <laughs> Why wouldn't you let me go on by myself and fight the god by myself? I I wanted to I could have totally taken him. I didn't want to fight him, actually. I just wanted to talk to him. You want to go fuck with him. <laughs> Regardless. We just want to mess with this shit. Give the god the bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, God. I'm Raylan. Yeah. And I'm a follower of Yarel. Not maybe, even. Maybe we need to get Raylan and Wyzek to, like, like, show off like, to these guys. We need Wyzek to follower. come back. I'm the better GPO be back when we least expect it. Yeah. I even got homemade mead for him. I purposely bottled it just for Wysik. And he didn't show up. But. I think the game is going okay so far. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little concerned because it's getting a little gooby, but Chasing. it's fun. I need paper. I, that was, we use paper. We need paper all the time. I need paper. <laughs> the amount of letters I write. 
in the, the state. amount of weird shit that we do is yeah, surprising there's not more drugs in paper. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but alright, so like I was saying before, like, share, subscribe. Let us know how you feel. Contact us on Facebook. Hit that bell notification. We don't have a bell notification. <laughs> this is not YouTube. This Fuck is, yeah, YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. Honestly, if I was to do a YouTube, we'd have to have like a stationary image the entire time. Who wants to watch a stationary image for a YouTube? And then we have video? to hire professional artists to make like scenery and characters for the people to look at while we play. No, it'd just be a yeah. No, whatever. All right, have a good night. <laughs> Trouble, they'll say our name. We're not that bad, kind of okay. We'll help out, but only for pay.